1: now
4: Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News Live. All the ladies in the house say yeah. I just realized, I think the lightning bolt next to your name means that you're a content creator on Rumble, and the king icon next to my name means it's my channel. Because I see Vector is out there, and he's definitely a content creator, and he definitely has a lightning bolt next to his name. Well, guys, tonight we are going to do something I love to do. I I like tearing down the D.C. Uniparty apparatus, and in the last 24 hours, man, it's really, really hitting the pavement. Tucker Carlson, I think he's had a a major about-face. We're going to talk about all of that. He's done a couple of great reports in the last 48 hours. Very proud of what we're seeing. I've also reached out to Tucker personally, asking if I can get access to those tens of thousands of hours of January 6th tapes. I don't know if it's going to work, but it's a long shot. I figured I might as well do it. Truth is out. I know it's not. Oh, all right. <laughs> Listen, guys, do me a favor. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this, after a special message from the sponsor of this program. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to my channel, Red Pill 78, and tonight's show, Red Pill News Live. I'm so pleased to be able to have you here with me. If you are watching over there on Rumble, please do me a favor. Hit that like button because it's the easiest, the cheapest, and the quickest way that you can show your appreciation uh, for what I'm doing. And you can let other people know on Rumble that this is a show worth watching. I'm going to have something to show off to you guys in the next couple of days. Uh, I'm waiting for a delivery from Rumble. That's all I'm going to say. They are sending me something that I thought was pretty cool. They they emailed me about it months ago. Uh, and finally, it's coming through. And I cannot wait to show you guys... Uh, because uh, I've been doing this on Rumble for a long time since since geez since 2020 yeah since 2020 so going on three years now and Rumble has been a great home for us I think it's allowed us to speak truth in a way that we never could before over on YouTube and yes it's a it's a different type of algorithm. It's a different type of platform, but it's free speech, and they're not suppressing me. They're not telling me what I can or can't say, and in fact, they are encouraging me to continue speaking my mind. And when it comes to subjects such as what we're going to discuss tonight, my God, is there anything other than the truth that we should be talking about? I was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, 2021. I witnessed firsthand the effects of what a lie can do to the national consciousness. I witnessed firsthand the brutality of the DC police as they beat Trump supporters, as they sent munitions into the crowd, as they used crowd dispersal techniques that they chose not to use during the summer of love on uh, crowds that were far more vicious and far more violent. Um, In my opinion, The events of January 6th were an orchestrated event, and the events that took place afterwards were also orchestrated. And as we've said here in the last week or so, uh, I think it is especially powerful that Tucker Carlson is the one to kind of crack the national nut on this subject. Because Tucker Carlson has been an establishment stooge, and I mean that in the best way, for his entire life he gave a, a a a very revealing interview to get glenn Beck. he gave a very revealing interview to glenn beck that's a bit of a mouthful and he described his own upbringing and uh the the reason that he has believed the establishment throughout the entirety of his career and i i personally think it's understandable let's go ahead i want to show you guys this because uh it uh it, it makes a lot of sense okay so what is Tucker Carlson? He, he's he's an establishment guy, okay? He's been living in D.C. his entire life. He's been in mainstream media. He was on MSNBC. He was on Fox News, okay? He's got his own syndicated programs. He's got a members-only show on Fox Nation. Tucker is the guy that is reaching more people than any of us can possibly reach in our small little spheres of influence here on Rumble. And that's okay, Uh, If God wants us to reach more people, then perhaps we will. Uh, But as it stands right now, I think that a lot of America, although they understand that they're being lied to, although they understand that the uniparty D.C. apparatus has been manipulating them, they don't always know exactly how, and they certainly don't know where to look. So they look to someone like Tucker Carlson, someone who they feel they can trust was part of the establishment media. And Tucker Carlson very recently began to understand just how fake everything is. Tucker Carlson, in this interview with Glenn Beck, he describes the process of his awakening to the reality of what happened on January 6th. I think he was already questioning the narrative before he got these tapes. But once he got the tapes, he noticed something very important. All right, now it's often been said, Tucker is getting the tapes from Congress. He's getting the, the tapes provided by the government. It's not just a copy of the footage. What Tucker Carlson received is the exact same footage the unselect committee on January 6th saw and used themselves. And even more importantly than that, every single time the unselect committee on January 6th viewed a piece of video in those forty five. Some thousand hours of footage, it left an electronic bookmark. And so Tucker Carlson knows with 100% certainty exactly what the January 6th committee saw. And he also knows with 100% certainty what the January 6th committee presented to the people of the United States of America. And it's very different. And so, based upon the knowledge of what they were viewing themselves and what they chose to tell the public, It's quite obvious that they willfully and completely on purpose lied to the American people. They attempted to create a false narrative, a psychological operation on you, the American people, on both the right and the left, to convince you that Donald Trump was a dangerous insurrectionist who led a group of crazed right-wing extremists on January 6th who attempted to overthrow the government of the United States of America. And they know that was complete bullshit. And Tucker knows it. And now all of us can say that with 100% certainty ourselves. Do me a favor, guys. If you've just gotten to the show, if you're over on Rumble, if you're over on the Foxhole, hit that like button, hit that red pill, let everybody know that this is a good show. And let's go ahead and take a listen to Tucker's description of this realization. Because I think it's powerful. And I think it goes to the heart of an argument that I've made on many occasions. Glenn Beck's setup looks a lot like mine. Let me just say that. Um, He's got a couple extra TVs. But never take it for granted that people have yet to wake up because you never know what's going to do it. You never know what's going to red pill someone and send them down the path of truth and cause them to start asking the important questions. And every single one of us has to do that in our time. For Tucker Carlson, it took his entire life. It took rising to the top of the mainstream media heap at Fox News across all of mainstream media. And now Tucker Carlson is speaking the truth. Let's take a listen.
3: The January 6th committee members, uh, liars. Um, Besides suggestions that, you know, Sitnik was murdered, not even... Uh, suggestions about claiming that um a, a, do you make the case that they're liars they, they didn't just you know fib a bit and eat around the corners that these are full-fledged liars well that
5: was the stunning part to me i've
3: been in washington my whole life and my dad
5: worked for the government so i had a kind of root level trust in government or a trust in government but like The whole thing can't be fraudulent because I know the people who work there. My dad was one of them. Like, this is, you know, I'm very much from that world. I guess that's what I'm saying. So my default setting is not they're lying about everything. I've never assumed that. And so I was shocked to learn that they were lying intentionally. And the way that we know that, we have a very specific way of knowing that, which is when January 6th committee researchers looked at video, they bookmarked it. They left an electronic mark. On the video they watched. So we know what they watched, and then we watched it. And so there is video of Chansley, of Ray Epps, and of Brian Sicknick that we know they watched that was not included in the report, was never mentioned in the hearings. A year and a half, a thousand witnesses, 850 page report. And this video, which overturns the story they were telling, proves it was a lie, they saw but hid. So you know, I'm always hesitant to go to motive because who understands people's motives? You know, you can only really guess about them. But in this specific case, we know that they lied. And that just blew my mind. I mean, you know, some of these guys have Adam Schiff lies. I think Adam Schiff, there are spiritual forces surrounding Adam Schiff. Like, I think he is a force of darkness, and I mean that. But somebody is Benny Thompson evil? Like, I have trouble believing. You know, like, is... Is, I mean, I've known Liz Cheney for 25 years. Is Liz Cheney, like, actually a liar? I just always assume she just disagrees on the on the issues with me. No, it turns out Liz Cheney is actually affirmatively a liar. She knew information. She withheld it because it challenged the lie that she was telling to the public. And that just completely, I mean, call me naive. I guess I'm sure everyone listening's like, how stupid are you? Well, I guess kind of stupid because I was blown away by that.
4: Now, I know it sounds naive. I know that many of you out there, I see it. So Tucker doesn't think the government would do intentional harm to their own people? Well, God, he sure does now. Is it Tucker's fault he wasn't awake up until that point? I don't think so. I think Tucker Carlson is a product of his environment. Tucker Carlson grew up in the D.C. swamp. Okay, He came up in the mainstream media system. It took him this long to understand the true nature of the world and our uniparty system, and, you know, that's just how, how long it takes some people sometimes. Now, I also see the all of the footage needs to be revealed. I feel exactly the same way. However, there is something to be said for Tucker Carlson being the initial widespread dispersal into the American consciousness. Let me present something to you. Several of those pieces of footage that Tucker showed the first night on this report, we had already seen. That footage was already out there. Jacob Chansley was shown walking through the halls of the Capitol building with police officers very early on. Okay? So the footage was already out there, but people didn't pay attention. Now, that right there is also a symptom of this uniparty system that we live in. People like me, people like you, have been discredited by that mainstream media system, that fake news system that perpetuates itself and the lie. They have told people not to look at us. They have told people not to pay attention to us. And sadly, in many cases, it has worked. Now, I also said earlier on that I also reached out to Tucker Carlson. I sent him a direct message on Twitter. It's a bit of a long shot, but I asked him, If I could have all of that footage, I want it in the same form that the unselect committee had it as well so that I can see those timestamps. I think this stuff is extremely important. But I also will tell you again that if this information at first had just been dumped on the public, it would have been too much information for everyone to pay attention to in a cohesive way. This way, Tucker Carlson, over two nights, has put together a series of reports that conclusively show the lie that was perpetrated on us over the last two years and tells us in a very clear and concise way. And it has multiplied. It has gotten, it's like uh, babies, kids, what is it? We don't die, we multiply. Or gremlins, okay? They got wet and they just started popping out all over the place. And next thing you know, everybody's got a gremlin in their head except it's about January 6th. Now, Tucker also said to Glenn Beck that he would help anybody Get this footage. He has no problem giving it out to anyone. Uh, Glenn Beck is going to be getting a copy of this footage. I think Glenn Beck is one step closer to getting us that footage. So we'll have to see. Yes, Peace Farms. I said that. He's not showing us any new. Show us the cop beaters that were not arrested. Yeah, that needs to come out. Obviously. Absolutely. They need to focus on that stuff. But we have to open the minds of the vast majority of America before those other things can be accepted. Because let's just say right now, let's just say right now, you you have five people at your work that all believe January 6th was an organized insurrection put on by Donald Trump and, and America Firsters. If you show them footage of FBI agents and Antifa dressed up like Trump supporters and said, look, these are not Trump supporters, these are, 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 uh, are uh, what do they call them? They, they're, uh, uh, they're paid informants that are in the crowd that are pretending to be supporters of Donald Trump. They'd say, you are full of it. Those are Trump supporters. I can see it with my own eyes. Those people will remain willfully ignorant. There is a process to awakening people slowly to the full nature of just exactly how corrupt this is. Not everybody can accept it all at once. I would hope that very soon this footage is going to come out and it's going to come out wide because there's a lot more to see. And I think we all know that. And I think that Chuck Schumer knows it. And I think that uh, Mitch McConnell knows it. I think that every Democrat and Republican in Washington, D.C., who told this lie over and over again, they all know it and they are all scared to death of it. All right. But I'll tell you who they're not scared of. They're not scared of little podcasters like me. They're scared to death of Tucker Carlson because they know Tucker Carlson is going to reach a lot more people. So Tucker Carlson rolls, starts rolling that snowball down the hill. And then from there, we can pick up those pieces and we can help to continue to disseminate it out. I mean, more than anything else, that's already what's happening, guys. So for any of us to be any more angry than we've already been for the last two years, it's self-defeating. Give yourself a break. We won. All right, The truth is coming out. It might not be the way that we wanted it to come out. It may not be the way that we want it to be happening right now. But God provides in the way that we need, not in the way that we desire. And that is the healthiest way you can possibly look at it. Continue to do this good work. Continue to show people exactly what's happening. Build upon the information that's coming out right now. And if you've seen it before, if you say, hey, I saw Red Pill 78 talk about this two years ago. I saw Red Pill 78 talk about this on January 6th, 2021. Well, then those people are going to say, wow, geez, you've really been ahead of the curve. I should have been listening to you this whole time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I believe the mainstream media. I used to read the Daily Beast. I'm sorry. I was reading media matters. They said Red Pill 78 was a right wing conspiracy theorist. Freya and the Boys says, I got a call from a Vietnam vet today asking questions. Good stuff. Do you think that vet would have been calling you if it wasn't for the fact that Tucker Carlson just revealed this on his program? I don't think so. We have more. Freedom, Jenny, Jeannie, we have more on that subject. We'll talk about that in a second. But right now, Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell are freaking out, okay? Uh, They are part of the Washington, D.C. chorus essentially saying that Tucker Carlson must be stopped. They have actually asked... Rupert Murdoch, to stop Tucker Carlson from continuing on with these reports. We've had two days of them now. Is Tucker going to do a third tonight? I don't know. I'm not certain. But we know that there's at least 44,000 hours of material right there, so it depends on how many people they have looking at it. It depends on how many people they can have kind of spool this all out and to create compelling television. I guarantee you, there's a lot more in there. Uh, But Off the bat, I think he's going the correct way by pointing out conclusively where there have been intentional lies that have been told to the American public. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Fat Elvis, red pill was right. (laughs) Mm. I love it. I love it. Hey, what's up, TZ Burton? Good to see you over there, buddy. Schumer demands. He demands that Tucker Carlson be shut down. To say the January 6th attack was not violent is a lie. The lives of my staff, my colleagues, the police, maintenance staff, reporters, and more were put in danger. Many of my friends who are reporters who were inside the Capitol on January 6th filming the insurrection. Fox News must order Tucker Carlson to stop promoting the big lie and stop defending the insurrectionists. I thought the big lie was that the election was stolen. Oh, well, now... It's that January 6th wasn't a setup and that the federal government didn't lie about it to try to stop President Trump from running for president again or from gaining any momentum in his final days in office to have anyone address the fraudulent nature of the 2020 election. He said, I don't think we've ever seen an anchor treat the American people and American democracy with such disdain as Carl, as Tucker Carlson did last night. And he'll come back tonight with another segment. Rupert Murdoch and Fox News know it's a lie. They must order Tucker Carlson to stop. Looks like Tucker reached out to Chuck Schumer. He said, I was invited on Tucker Carlson's show. I will agree to go on with Tucker Carlson after he admits to his viewers live on air that he's been lying to them about the 2020 elections and about what happened on January 6th. So Greg Price responds and says, you completely lied on the Senate floor this morning, about how Brian Sicknick died and then called for journalists to be censored for telling the truth. I would say that it's Chuck Schumer who is treating the American public with disdain. I would say that it's Chuck Schumer who is lying to the American public. Chuck Schumer cannot afford to allow the general public here in America to understand the true nature of our broken and failed system, whether it's the elections or it's law enforcement or the FBI or the DOJ. Or the mainstream media and their continui- continuing propping up of these liars and these thieves. Let's listen to what Chuck said yesterday on the floor of the Senate. And I'm going to have to click that.
6: Millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we have ever seen on cable television. With contempt for the facts disregarded the risks, and knowing full well he was lying, lying to his audience. Fox News host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing the January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection.
4: Well, here's the thing, Chuck. <clears throat> I, I will believe my own lying eyes. It's not just Tucker. It's not just the video footage that we saw. It was my presence in Washington, D.C., witnessing firsthand the lack of violence, witnessing that whatever violence there was, was precious few in comparison to the totality. The millions of Trump supporters who showed up in Washington, D.C. for a redress of grievances. Chuck Schumer, you are the liar. You are the one who has been gaslighting the American people, along with your butt buddy, Mitch McConnell, who also was not happy about Tucker Carlson and the report on January 6th. He said it was a mistake. And then he got angry at people drawing pictures of him as a turtle. Uh, Let me show you guys here, Mitch McConnell, on his comments uh, regarding Tucker's program, the first program.
7: This footage, was it a mistake by
4: Speaker McCarthy to give access to custom closing of this security footage? So let, let me just say this. How could it be a mistake to reveal the truth? If the footage shows what you claim it shows, then why not let it out? Why gatekeep? Why keep it behind a, a barrier, okay, behind a black box? where the only bits of information that you can allow to come out are the ones you've manipulated? Well, I mean, it's an obvious answer. Because you're a liar. Because all of Washington, D.C. is made up of liars and swamp rats and evil, demonic creatures. What do you say, Mitch? My uh,
8: concern is how it was depicted, which is a different issue. Clearly... The chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. Um, It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way
4: that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. Okay. So because the chief law enforcement officials and Nancy Pelosi and the liars in Congress tell you that the story is one way and the evidence proves it to be another and a news organization presents that alternative viewpoint, even though it's the right one, it's suddenly a mistake. Oh, the depiction Of the events of January 6th in any other light other than what Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer and AOC and Nancy Pelosi tell you. They are all hot bags of air. Each and every one of them is a worthless, useless piece of human garbage. They care only about themselves. They care only about their paychecks. They care only about their own personal (laughs) pursuit of power. It's the only thing they care about. So we can say this. This is what the American public now know. Not us. We already knew this. But the rest of America now knows. The police fired exploding gas canisters, rubber bullets, and pepper spray at protesters without warning. Again, I said this on January 6, 2001. Federal operatives were embedded and committed criminal acts. They urged protesters to commit acts of violence. They're the ones who broke the barriers. They're the ones who started the problems. I told you that on January 6th. The mainstream media, the Democrats, the Republicans, the Uniparty, the swamp, they lied about the protests and they lied about the protesters. We know that the Capitol Police opened the doors because the doors are electronically locked. We know that nobody broke into the Capitol. We know that people were led through the velvet ropes and allowed to walk into certain areas. We know that certain people have never been charged, even though they're on video, committing acts of vandalism, doing illegal acts. However, grandmothers who were walking in those velvet ropes, never touched anything. They're the ones who get charged. They're the ones who go to prison. We have patriots languishing in prisons all across this nation, not being given access to exculpatory information. People like Jacob Chansley, the colloquially known QAnon shaman, he was not given access to this footage of himself walking through the halls of Congress. The January 6th committee saw it. The January 6th committee knew that Jacob Chansley was, albeit a little bit eccentric, but not an armed insurrectionist. He was not somebody who was attempting to violently overthrow the government. In fact, I would say Jacob even showed reverence for the hallowed halls of Congress. And certainly, The footage of him just being given access, it proves that the government knows that he is not guilty of what they charged him with. Four years in prison, this dude got. Never got access to the footage of himself peacefully being led through the halls of Congress. That's called Brady information. That's called exculpatory information. And that is information that when the government has that will help prove your innocence... How do you do a screenshot? Well, every computer is different. I mean, on my computer, I have a screenshot application. Um, on, a, on a Windows computer, I have no idea. Type in "screenshot" in the Windows bar. Chandler has pedo tats on his chest. I, I don't. I don't know that to be the case. Um, I don't have like a, a firm picture of his chest right now. I know that he had a a, a tattoo of uh, force hammer. Um, and he had some other tribal stuff on there, but I, I don't know that that's a, a pedo tattoo. Yeah, I could be totally wrong, but I, I mean, it's just never been, uh, something that I investigated specifically. Um, here we go. Uh, these are the 11 Capitol police standing with Jacob Chansley inside the Capitol building. These are the same police that let him in the building that escorted him into the Senate chambers. Uh, where he was filmed by a mainstream media journalist standing at the podium, beating his chest, and uh, essentially giving the deep state a, a an incredible photo opportunity. But yet, in the case, in the case against him, he was presented as some type of crazed maniac. Do you think it could have made a difference to the jury? if they would have seen him being allowed in and escorted in by the Capitol Police. I think so. And I think that this will now come up in any sort of appeal that Jacob Chansley may have. I don't even know that he does. Uh, he may have exhausted them by now. But either way, um, Adam Kinsinger, another one of those lying liars, well, just like Liz Cheney, uh, who just, uh, it's fascinating to me that Tucker Carlson is having these realizations about these people. It's funny to think that he only recently believed that they were just ideologically opposed and not that these people are actually siding with evil and willfully making the decision to lie about the true nature of things. Uh, so yes, Tucker was naive. And and I will also say this. Could Tucker Carlson, could he be making it up? Could he be playing a role? absolutely. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, he's playing a part, an important part in what we're seeing um, and what's happening. Um, well, Nicole, one believe uh, he was tried by a D.C. jury. Um, I would think that there would be. There would be an argument to be made for an appeal to be uh, for an appeal to be run through in a different venue. Now, I'm not a lawyer. I don't really know how this works. I mean, it's just something I've heard people say. Um, But this is why I I have asked you guys to become lawyers. Uh, If you are a young person, if you have your education ahead of you, to become a lawyer, to fight for things like this, to represent people like these poor men and women from January 6th, I think that uh, it's a worthwhile cause. You guys are going to take a break for the second half of the show. Don't go anywhere. I've got a ton of more information to show you. We're going to be right back after this. All right. Thank you for sticking around. A couple of comments from the chat. Slave to him says he could have helped with election integrity two years ago. He didn't. I'm not making any value judgments about Tucker's decisions in the past. What I'm saying is that what we're witnessing right now is a zeitgeist of sorts. <clears throat> because once you realize that the federal government, that everybody in the Washington, D.C. establishment have been unified on this one issue, lying to the American people about it, you have to ask yourself why And the reason why is because they had to cover up for the 2020 election. Yes, Tucker could have done more, but it's over. He didn't. We have moved past it. We have to move past it because otherwise we are never going to be able to face the new problems that are presented to us. We can still red pill people on the truth of the 2020 election. We can still attempt to address that, but we have to be willing to do it in the way that God is allowing us to do it. Right now, we are being given the gift to show people the truth about this issue, which leads to the other issue. And then that can lead to so many other issues. So all I'm saying is work with what you've got. God is presenting us an opportunity. I think we should grab it. Tucker Carlson, you know, whoever he is, I I, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know Tucker's heart. Somebody else said that he went to Sonny Barger's funeral. I guess that was the leader of the Hells Angels. He's not naive. I don't know. I don't know what's in Tucker's cart. All I'm saying is what he said that he was naive, that he truly believed that somebody like Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney uh, were just opposed, uh, that they just believed things in a different way. Obviously, I think we've all believed that they were liars for a very long time. Maybe Tucker isn't naive. Uh, maybe he truly is just waking up to the way things really work in Washington, D.C. I mean, certainly he's saying that to people. Adam Kinzinger, still trying to cover for the January 6th committee. We had one of the most transparent hearings in history. He's a liar. He's one of the lying liars who tell lies in Washington, D.C., because that's what they got elected to do. Adam Kinzinger pretended to be conservative. Adam Kinzinger pretended to be somebody who wanted to change things in Washington, D.C. If I'm not, he was like a Tea Party candidate years ago. He very quickly. Flipped sides, got to D.C. and started playing exactly the game they wanted him to play. Adam Kinzinger pulled one over on the people of Michigan. And now he is unemployed. He got exactly what he deserved. Got exactly what he deserved. Uh, Adam Kinzinger is meaningless as far as I'm concerned. I hope that he finds some peace in the rest of his life. But I also hope that he gets the justice that he deserves. Now, this is where... I bring you to Tucker's statement about the Uniparty, because this is also very important. Although you and I know about the Uniparty, although you and I recognize that both the left and the right in Washington, D.C. are completely and utterly aligned on the things that matter to them, they can never seem to come to an agreement on the things that matter to us. They can't fix the problems of America. America. They can't fix this failed and broken system that they have perpetuated. Let me roll that back a little bit. They could fix it if they had the desire to do so, but they don't have the desire. They don't care about fixing the system. They don't care about making this republic work. They don't care about the founding documents at the heart of our government. All they care about is their own power. And so as a result of that single goal, they will do and say whatever they need to do to keep you and your wheels spinning. Your enemy is your neighbor. Your enemy is a person of another race, a person of another religion, a person of another gender. If you can keep your mind occupied on the minutiae Of those around you that you hate, the people who make you angry, then perhaps you won't pay attention to the failing and corrupt system that Washington, D.C. continues to perpetuate in itself. But Tucker Carlson, again, in the course of his report over the last 48 hours, has come out and said exactly that. This is something that we have been trying to make sure people are aware of for a very long time. I might vote Republican. But it's only because I'm not going to vote Democrat, and I'm not going to vote Democrat because there are no Democrats who are ideologically aligned with me. Maybe we have certain things we can align on, but by and large, the radical left is completely destroying America, and we're not going to find common ground. It's a lot more likely that I will find common ground with the salt of the earth, excuse me, the salt of the earth. Conservative American blue collar worker, the people who wake up every day and grind this country forward and continue to believe that there is something we can fix here. Meanwhile, the uniparty in Washington, D.C. continues to lie to us on a single every day, every day they lie to us, making us believe that our enemies are all around us. This is not the left and the right. This is a class. War between the elites and the peasants. And make no mistake, we are the peasants. Now, we may be better people, but the Washington, D.C., uniparty elite believe that they are American royalty, the American oligarchy, and they will do whatever it takes to maintain their position. Listen to Tucker Carlson explain this in this portion of his report from last night.
8: But Democrats in the Senate, the Democratic leader in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, is not asking why. Instead, Chuck Schumer went on the Senate floor today to explode and to say that showing that video, evidence of wrongdoing by the federal government, including the security forces, the police department, that Nancy Pelosi personally controlled, letting the public see any of that is a threat to democracy. Watch.
6: Last night... Millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we have ever seen on cable television. Fox News host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing the January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection. I don't think I've ever seen a primetime cable news anchor manipulate his viewers the way Mr. Carlson did last night. I don't think I've ever seen an anchor treat the American people and American democracy with such disdain.
8: (laughs) There's nothing that shameful that has ever appeared on American television in the history of the medium. And so, on the basis of that, the self-evident outrage of showing the public video that it paid for and has a right to see, Chuck Schumer called for the censorship of that video. Any information, and he did not dispute that it was accurate. The damages, the storyline his party constructed and used, must be squelched. And Schumer was explicit on that point, because that video contradicted lies told by the Democratic Party, was chaining Adam Kinsinger. Chuck Schumer demanded that our bosses pull this show off the air.
6: He's going to come back tonight with another segment. Fox News should tell him not to. Fox News. Rupert Murdoch tell Carlson not to run a second segment of lies. I urge Fox News
4: to order. I just I just want to point out. I just want to point out how afraid Chuck Schumer must be to go on the floor of the Senate and openly request that the head of a news organization censor an American journalist. This is a violation of the First Amendment of the United States of America. Now, the thing is, for you and me, it's nothing new. Our names were on lists sent by people like Chuck Schumer and Adam Schiff to social media companies like YouTube and Twitter, where they directly requested that our content be taken down. And now, since they couldn't shut us up, since we went to alternative platforms like Truth Social, Rumble, Bitshoot, Shoot, Odyssey, The Foxhole, they can't stop us. They can't quiet our voices. They might have suppressed us, but now they are desperately, publicly requesting that the most popular mainstream journalist in America be shut down. I want you to allow the importance and the incredible nature of that request to sink in. It's illegal what Chuck Schumer is doing, and it's anti-American. It is antithetical to the founding nature of our republic, yet Chuck Schumer is so afraid he is casting all care to the wind, and he's willing to go on the floor of the Senate to publicly request that a news organization censor Tucker Carlson. Think about that. Think about how afraid this guy must be.
6: Carlson to cease propagating the big lie on his network and to level with their viewers about the truth, the truth behind the efforts to mislead the public. Conduct like theirs is just asking for another January 6th to happen
8: a threat to democracy. Pull him off the air. A couple of obvious observations. You don't often see the Senate majority leader openly call for censorship on the floor of the Senate as if that was totally normal and didn't contradict the spirit and the letter of the First Amendment. But of course it does. But what's really happening here, what you're seeing is hysteria, the overstatement, the crazed hyperbole, the red in the face anger. What is that? Well, it's not outrage, of course, it's fear, it's Mm -hmm. panic. Mm -hmm. Those videos, which Mm -hmm. we did not retouch, which we brought to you after running everyone by the Capitol Police to make certain that we didn't imperil anybody, we told you that last night, those videos touch a nerve because they're a threat to the lies that Chuck Schumer has been telling for the last 26 months. And not just Chuck Schumer. We should also tell you that Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, was joined... In this outrage, by the Senate minority leader, and that would be a Republican, Mitch McConnell. And they were joined by a cascade of other Republicans, Tom Tillis from North Carolina, Mitt Romney from Utah, all sharing the same outrage. And from this we learn two things. One, You're getting close to what they really care about. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why is it so important that they would degrade themselves by telling such obvious lies and calling for censorship? Why? What are they trying to protect? That might be worth exploring. And we plan to. And the second thing that we learn from this is that they're on the same side. The Senate Majority Leader joins the Senate Minority
4: Leader. Tom Tillis, Mitt Romney. (laughs) They're all on the same side. They are all on the same side. And again, we know this. We've known this. But think about how many people out there in America don't know this, didn't realize it until they understood. Because they heard Chuck Schumer calling for censorship because they saw Mitch McConnell saying that Tucker Carlson showing the video in its raw form from January 6th and presenting the truth. That was dangerous. Just what are they trying to hide? Well, we've already talked about that. They are trying to hide the truth of the 2020 election, of the 2022 election. They need you to believe that the system isn't broken so that you continue to plod along just believing that your life should be suffering because that's the way that it is. It may be shit, but it's America. So it's shit you can swallow. Well, I'll tell you what. This life does not have to be shit. They make it shit. They're the ones who are destroying this nation. They have been destroying America steadily and slowly. And now, as we are getting closer to the truth, they are getting freaked out that perhaps the American people are going to say something about it. They're going to realize how badly they
1: we oh Fighterflare.com
4: The Great Awakening. This is the moment where people rise up and say, you know what? I'm done. I've had enough. It doesn't have to be this way. It's only this way because of you. All of those congressmen, senators that Tucker Carlson was just mentioning, those are the people we need to primary. Those are the people we got to get rid of. This is why I beg you every single show get involved in local politics. Become a politician. I know every single one of you has strong views on things. Maybe not everybody can articulate it in the best possible way, but it's something you can develop. You certainly can vote the right way. I know you can. I have faith in every single one of you. This is something we can do. This is something that we must do because they're destroying America. All is not lost. This is not over and done with. This is just beginning. We were just early to the party, guys. We were the ones showing up (laughs) 10 hours ahead of time. We opened up that barbecue. We started the charcoal. We're the ones who are stoking the flames and getting it ready for everybody else to show up. So don't give up. Don't get angry you got to direct that anger. You can be angry at the right people. But don't forget that this is only the beginning. Veruca says, amen, Zach. Well said. Thank you very much. I'm just a patriot says, I love this red pill rant. Get it, Zach. 100% a creep. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Uh, And then also TZ Burton. Thank you so much. He says, let's help Zach get to the top of the leaderboard by hitting the like button. Please, please, please. Hit that like button, you guys. You will help me get more people viewing my show. I will sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. 2,190 people are here right now. 581 people have been watching and liking. Okay. Harry Tuttle says, Why did I drive 28 hours to D.C. on January 6th? Because you care, Harry. Because you know that the only way... To overcome these people is to be an active part of this system. We have to agree, every single one of us, to take part and to help push these terrible people out of office. We have to get rid of them. And the only way we can get rid of them is with people like us. We've got to be the ones to replace them protein. Getting involved locally is very important, even more so than being involved at the state or national level. But be prepared for the local establishment to push back hard. You are absolutely right. I think that local politics is the most important of all. And yes, that local GOP apparatus is going to fight back. Take a look at my friends in Kansas. Take a look at my friends in North Dakota. OK, they went in. It took them two years but they were able to take back their county GOP and their state GOP, and now they're setting the agenda for the entire GOP of the state. It will take time, but it is doable, and we can make it happen. So, here's the real question. Did Rupert Murdoch actually shut down portions of Tucker Carlson's report? I mean, we're talking, I think somebody gave a, uh, um, a comment in the chat earlier that This is 15 years worth of footage. A single person watching it, eight hours a day, would take 15 years to see all of it. So, yeah, there's got to be a whole group of people that are watching it. You know, um, there are a number of people I've had on the show that have been watching as much of this footage as they could since they were given access to it a couple years back. And there's no way that they've seen everything. This has to be a collective effort. So did Tucker Carlson's show change? It's possible. I don't know that we're ever going to find out, though. I mean, unless Tucker comes forward and says, yeah, Rupert uh, didn't want me to do this one portion of it. Um, But I don't think that that's going to stop the truth from coming out. With this much footage, Tucker could do shows on this every single night for the next five years, (laughs) and we would have tons and tons of revelations. Forty-four thousand hours of footage. We need to get this footage to the defendants of January sixth, who are still languishing in prison, who are still awaiting the justice that they so are deserved of. All right. So, uh, Melly J Seven says, "Zach, you are my favorite. I've been watching you for three years. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it." Um, I know that not everybody who watches me now watched me from the beginning, and not everybody who watched me from the beginning continued to watch me now. Uh, But I sincerely appreciate every single one of you who are here when I'm doing these shows, because I think that this is the, uh, the most impactful and important work that I could be doing. I just don't see how I could be doing any other type of job that would... Give me the satisfaction personally and allow me to feel like I was making a real difference in any way. Um, and, uh, and, and hopefully this will continue to evolve and I will continue to get better and I will continue to uh, be able to bring you better quality information. That's the only thing I ask. You know, I wake up every morning and I ask God for help. I ask him to help me be a beacon in the light, a beacon of the light, in the darkness, so that I can help bring people to the truth. That's the only thing that I want to do. Now, here is another startling piece of truth that I would say we all probably were aware of, right? What time is Tucker on? I think he's on at like 8 or 9 o'clock or something like that. Um, So... Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't watched Tucker either. I don't have cable. I don't have Fox News, so uh, I haven't seen him. But I do see clips and stuff the next day. Okay, so this is for all of the people watching, and undoubtedly there are some of you who believe that the clot shot, Sterling Cannabis says you couldn't possibly get rid of my ass. Thank you so much. Silly Boar says, uh, I've been here since you had Matt Couch on the first time, about three or four years, I think. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, And then Twiggy says, oh, Zach, I'm one of your originals way back, and I found you by accident. What a happy accident. God bless each and every one of you. I sincerely appreciate you. All right, so for all of you out there watching this show... We've got five thumbs down. Those are probably people who are fully vaccinated, who have taken a number of clot shots. I have some information to present to you from an insurance analyst. This is not somebody political. This is not somebody with any skin in the game. And I believe this person is also fully vaccinated. Uh, They have found a correlation between the excess mortality that we've seen in recent years and the average number of clot shot doses For the region, the bigger the increase in mortality, you also have a greater increase in the number of COVID-19 vaccinations. And that is across the board. So that could be the uh, Johnson & Johnson, the Moderna, the Pfizer, any of them. I mean, we know that they were pretty much handing them out like candy interchangeably. The man's name is Josh Sterling, and he's just put out this bombshell report showing the connection between the COVID-19 vaccines and All cause mortality. Now, it's very important to understand that this is not a political message. This is simply a statistical and an analytical examination of the deaths that are excess in the American public that we are seeing. Now, it's not just here in America. We can also find these excess deaths all around the world. And I have said before, uh, you know, my interest... Is not in making fun of you because you're vaccinated, although we might have some good times here in the chat. I mean, you like to rib us. We like to rib you. I'm glad you're not dead. I'm glad that you have not had a brain aneurysm or a stroke. Uh, I'm glad that, uh, that you are happy with your decision to have taken that jab. My, my purpose here is to try to educate people so that they can have informed consent, so that if they have gotten these jabs, they can make the informed decision to not have any more, because there is a distinct possibility. There is an increased likelihood of your death or of you being permanently disabled as a result of taking them. Untitled 82 says, been watching you since your first show ever. Space Shot Recommend. So you saw me talking about uh, the uh, the idea of, um, what's his name? Uh, Fang Fang's lover <laughs> nuking Second Amendment supporters. <laughs> that was great. Well, uh, Untitled 82, thank you for being here, buddy. I appreciate you. Spike Protein says, I've been here since January 2021 when I was trying very hard to find truth tellers in the alternative media. really appreciate you. Really appreciate you, you know, and um, okay, so so let's just be honest here. If if we can take a look, if statistics shows us patterns and gives us answers for something like, let's say, you know, per capita, red cars are more likely to get pulled over by police. All right. If I make the statement that, you know, if you get a red car, you're more likely to get a ticket for speeding I mean, that's something that you can measure. You can actually take a look and and you can probably find that it's even worse in certain areas. All right. So if we take a look at areas around the nation that were more likely to get these COVID-19 clot shots and we find that there are increases in excess mortality there, then we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our children and society to take an honest look at that. This is not political. I don't want to have a political argument about the clot shot in this moment in time. I want to talk about the people who are dying because those people were lied to. Let's take a listen to this man describing a 7% increase in aggregate mortality for each COVID-19 dose received. Every dose increases your likelihood of death by 7%. It's not 100%. So for anyone out there who is a clot shot proponent... When you hear an argument like this and you say something like, well, why isn't everybody dead? Well, it's because it's not 100 percent. Nothing's 100 percent unless you want to go stand out on the highway in front of a a semi truck. I mean, there you go. 100 percent chance of getting hit by a semi and dying. Let's go ahead and listen to this insurance analyst. Vaccine was helpful in reducing all cause mortality. You would hold on. We have to hear the whole thing. If the vaccine was helpful in addressing all cause mortality. Then we would see a reduction in mortality in areas that were more prone to take the clot shot. We're gonna start it over. If the vaccine was
7: helpful at reducing all-cause mortality, you would see that the more doses a region, in you know, a state state of Vermont or Maine or, or Hawaii or you know, Connecticut or something someplace, someplace that's pretty highly vaccinated, you would see lower levels of mortality year over year because people got more vaccines than in other places which we didn't do as much for whatever reason Um, and you would see an improvement and you would see a line that slopes down to the right instead when we did that analysis and we cut it a number of different ways we did it by different type of city and region and and we did it by uh, age group as well so so we did some thoughtful to make sure there wasn't a bias in it but no matter which way you do it what you end up seeing is is the chart goes the line that you create a regression line goes up into the right which is to simply to say that the more doses on average you have in a region within the United States, the bigger increase in mortality that region has had in 2022 when compared to 2021. Mm-hmm. And so that is a aggregate statistical tool that largely, I mean, it exactly confirms the conclusion out of the UK data. It's a different way of doing it. It's a totally different data set. But ultimately, it leads to a very similar mathematical conclusion, which is a really unfortunate one because, you know, obviously... Hundreds of millions of us have, have, have you know, either personally or our friends and family and all society have to now deal with these consequences of what are the long term health consequences relating to these. You know, and I'm, I'm obviously hopeful that we can as a society start to focus on those uh, uh, because that's 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 the opportunity to try to solve this problem is, is focusing on health.
4: So at the end of the day, this is not a political argument. This is about saving lives which is the same thing you told us when you were trying to gaslight us into taking the clot shots. Only now we are trusting a different type of science, statistics, not the science of immunology that is convenient for the National Institutes of Health, not the science that is Dr. Fauci. Remember, I am science. I want a T-shirt that says that, him with crazed eyes that says, I am science. Uh, yes, I actually saw the interview, parts of the interview with Patrick bet David and Ed Dowd. Uh, and yes, it was good. I actually, I went to go try to, I've been trying to get an interview with Ed Dowd for a long time. I can't get a hold of him either. If anybody knows who represents Ed Dowd or who represents Yan Mi Park, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> Deplorable Laura, I was as shocked to see your face as you were. Shocked and knowing you were showing it. LOL, been watching a while before that. That's great. That's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. So yes. So so let's be honest here. Let's let's take a look at the data. Let's analyze the data. Let's not stop simply because of your own cognitive dissonance, of your inability to admit that perhaps you were misled and that perhaps you continue to mislead people when you the safe and effective narrative because it's not safe. It's not effective and it hasn't saved lives. The only thing it's done is increased death, increased instances of cancer, of strokes, of aneurysms, decreased fertility. The world is in a precarious place at this moment in time. And we have young people dying unexpectedly, All over the world. Anywhere you see these clot shots, you have people dropping dead. And it's not because of COVID. It's not because of long COVID, all right? COVID might have made some people sicker than others, but it was not the world-ending pandemic that they led us to believe. And now I think they're going to have a much harder time trying to convince people of that in the future. These people are evil. Make no mistake. But your neighbors, the people that you argue with online, they are not necessarily evil. I think that we have to attempt to reach out and speak to every single one of these people. And if they spit in your face, you can block them. You don't have to listen to them. There is a distinct possibility that they are bots. There's a distinct possibility that they are sock accounts that are being run from Langley. There's a distinct possibility that they are sock accounts that are being run from any other one of the Five Eyes nations, China, you name it. They could be fake. They could not be real people. All right. But there are real people out there that you can reach out to and that you can actually red pill. What the important thing to do is to recognize when you're spinning your wheels and when you're wasting your time. I've only got so much energy, and that's why I'm selective with the things that I allow myself to get caught up in. I don't get caught up in internet drama. I don't get caught up with people arguing on social media. It's just not my thing. I'm not interested in it. I've got my show. I've got my life. All right? You know, I, let me tell you guys a story. We woke up this morning super early because we had an electrician coming at 8 a.m. And uh, and this is what I, I care about where I live. I care about my house. I want my house to be a place that I want to spend time because I do. I spend time here. I'm a homebody. I'm not a person that goes out to the bar or anything like that. You know, I like going out in nature, but when I'm at home, I want it to be a beautiful place for me and my family. I want us to feel comfy, cozy, and I want to be able to appreciate the, the 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 unique perspective that I have when I look around. All right. And so I choose to spend the majority of my free time focusing on beautifying the things around me and helping to make my world as perfect as I possibly can. I am a perfectionist. I will totally admit that. I mean, that's why I do my show in the ways that I do. That's why sometimes I get frustrated when I can't do it in the way that I want to do. There are people out there who will attempt to take your attention and put it on things that just don't matter. There are people that you should be paying attention to, and there are people you should not be paying attention to. Uh, And that's something that you have to figure out on your own. I will never tell you what you should be believing, who you should be listening to, or what you should be doing in your free time, because that is incredibly subjective. That is an individual thing for every single person. But God has given us the ability to make our way through life in our ways, in the ways that we see fit, and in the way that we are being guided. So the important things that I think we should be paying attention to might not even be the things that you think are important to pay attention to. The only thing I will tell you to do, and I continue to tell you to do, is to get off the couch and get involved in local politics. That is probably the most important thing you could possibly do. Um, man. Uh, so, you know, I told you guys about the fireplace. We had some, some new lights put in today. Um, there were a couple of, uh, of lights that I could do myself. Um, some of the other ones I had to have an electrician come. Uh, we got some new can lights replaced because the old ones were just kind of dirty and dingy. We got a new, we had an old track light in the kitchen. We had a, a, a hanging light that was installed in its place. We had some new fans put in the bathroom, um, just trying to make things uh, as uh, as perfect as they possibly can. Plus, when I sell this house, I'm going to be able to capitalize on that, too. I'm thinking about the future. At the same time, I'm thinking about the present. Um, but, uh, but yeah, rather than uh, allow people to get me wound up online, these are the things that I do when I'm not making this show. All right, so Jonathan Turley uh, is apparently making the case for why the government will say that they didn't give this footage to Jacob Chansley and all of these other people on January 6th. Uh, And this is something that I didn't even get a chance to read. I just saw it coming through the wire before we came on the air. Um, So let's see, what does he say about this? Of course, he had to plead guilty to charges without significant discovery and was sentenced to the 41 months in prison. And obviously, I believe this is Brady material. I think that the government didn't disclose this information to Jacob Chansley. However, it appears that the Justice Department prosecutors can just throw up their hands and claim that they didn't withhold the evidence because the footage was in possession of the legislative branch. So meaning the January 6th committee had that footage. They're the ones who didn't tell the Justice Department that it existed. And so therefore, the Justice Department didn't even know. Does anybody buy that? Does anyone believe that the Justice Department didn't pour over every single second of this footage. At least one person watched every single minute of this footage because they had to know what the most incriminating footage was, that they could show people that they could have the unselect committee present to the American public. And we also learned that the January 6th committee doctored footage. Listen to this. They apparently inserted screams and made the footage appear to be more hectic and frenetic than it actually was. Uh, Let's actually take a listen. Mm, Hold on. Where is the... Okay, so we know that Ray Epps lied. We saw that one. Liz Cheney, full of BS. Where is it? I could have sworn that there was a clip in here. Well, let me go to the top. So we had last month left with nuts. Okay, I am totally missing the lead here. The portion that uh, I thought that I had earlier. Okay, Tucker destroys Schiff over his staged reaction to the fake crying. We saw that. That was back in 2021. Adam Schiff running for Senate. Tucker Carlson has now revealed that in addition to the January 6th witch hunt committee only using videos to make January 6th appear as though it was a violent insurrection, they also doctored the sound of the videos to make them appear more threatening and scary. This is coming from the New York Post. What you see that Carlson's team has put together over the past two weeks of combing through the thousands of hours of footage, you'll be struck by how different the reality was inside the building on that day compared to what the January 6th committee had deceptively edited in their prime time programs. And again, remember, a former producer for ABC News is who they hired to put this together and make it appear more dramatic for maximum emotional impact. So Tucker Carlson's team says that the January 6th committee added audio to silent CCTV footage. They inserted screams and other crowned mayhem sounds to make it seem more ominous. And this is going back to the bookmarks that we talked about at the very beginning of the show. We know where this original footage was and we know what was doctored because we can see the original video, the original images from the actual footage that was handed over to Tucker Carlson. You guys, do me a favor. If you would please, if you are on Twitter, would you maybe message Tucker Carlson as well? And say, hey, Zach Payne at Red Pill 78 is a great candidate to hand over the January 6th footage to. He would do a really great report on it. Zach Payne was present in D.C. on January 6th. And he knows the truth of this. And if you were to give it to him, he could put it out on his show. And I would share it with everybody else, too. So maybe you can go ahead and message him as well. I appreciate you guys. Um, hey, what's up, Penny Whitbrot? Good to see you out there. How did you get a lightning bolt? That is an indication that you're a content creator on Rumble. I I divined that at the beginning of the show. I think I'm right. Uh, Pretty certain that's it. So, of course, talking about liars and lying liars, (laughs) one of those people, again, of course, is Whoopi Goldberg and the ladies of The View. They are claiming that by Tucker Carlson releasing the unadulterated images and presenting the true nature that this is somehow... Reminiscent of 1984, in 1984, George Orwell described a society that had manipulated the truth, a society that had erased history, a society that went in and rewrote books. All of those things are happening today, but it's not Tucker Carlson and it's not independent podcasters like myself that are doing that either. Uh, We're going to talk about some specific instances of the personification of 1984 happening today. But let's go ahead and listen to Whoopi Goldberg describing Tucker Carlson and his reports on January 6th as something out of 1984. Tucker Carlson took a page from George Orwell's 1984 and told his viewers to reject the evidence of their eyes and ears you know I, I don't know what he's playing at but people saw what they saw they saw what they saw and they've seen what's gone down with it and no matter what you can't put this monkey back in the cage <laughs> last night Tucker Carlson- you can't put this monkey back in the cage whoopee the monkey's out. The monkey's running around. The monkey is throwing poop on the faces of the liars who attempted to gaslight us and feed us the 1984 narrative about what happened on January 6th. 1984 is already here. We are already living in an Orwellian dystopian future. And it's because of people like Whoopi Goldberg. Let me see if I can actually show you guys uh, the uh the actual quote that I found about... George Orwell's description of the future that was described in 1984. This was in regards to the rewriting of popular books and literature. Uh, It came out recently uh, that uh, certain publishers were specifically editing the works of known writers uh, who were perhaps no longer alive uh, so that they could make them more woke I um, mm. don't do, do. Um shoot, where is it? Do, do, do. And I don't tweet all that much, so <clears throat> I know it's here. I know it's here. I just gotta scroll back to it.
3: Mm. Okay.
4: Here we go. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue in street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. <clears throat> this is exactly what they are doing right now. This is exactly what's happening when authors like Roald Dahl are having their works Changed without the consent of his estate by publishers such as Puffin or currently alive child's author R.L. Stein having his Goose Books, Goose Bumps book series edited to make it more woke as well. He's recently found that his publisher has been doing the exact same thing. Also reprints of Ian Fleming's James Bond, one of the greatest misogynists in history. James Bond was a man's man, and he represented the time that those books were written in. Yeah, they're not going to be written in the same way today, and people probably are going to look back on them and say, well, geez, you know, maybe he shouldn't have done that. But this is the way that Ian Fleming wrote it. This was Ian Fleming's own personal view of the world and the way that things were happening. James Bond was meant to be... A whiskey and martini-drinking Lothario who was a spy, who would kill people when he had to, uh, who would do anything to defend the crown, uh, and sometimes that included betting a lady or two. Uh, But the Times of London has claimed that R.L. Stein censored over a dozen of his books to avoid mentions of race or calling characters fat or crazy. Well, it turns out that it's not R.L. Stein that is doing this. The edits were never shown to him, and he was never alerted about it before that happened. Look at this. R.L. Stein, Publisher and Scholastic Books are revising the Goosebumps book series following revisions made to Roald Dahl's books, editing some of the language used throughout the Goosebumps stories. He says, Lindsay, the stories aren't true. I've never changed a word in Goosebumps. Any changes were never shown to me. This is an affront to literature. This is an affront to the truth. And anybody who has these original printings of these books, you guys can continue to hold on to them, okay? We need to make records of them as they exist, as they existed at the time of publication, so that future generations do not lose these works to history. Because as history is being rewritten, the people who are doing the writing are going to make it appear as if it is always what it's been. Okay, so they will try to convince people that wokeism was always the way that things acted. That always, that that wokeism and, and, uh, and political correctness were the way that people wanted to live. But that's not it. We want the truth. We want the truth in all of its filthy glory. And if people spoke in a certain way, I want to know that. I want to be receiving history and art in the way that it was originally presented. It's not okay for them to be doing this. So this is one of those things that we need to be raising a stink about. You know, it's like, it's its the same people that are rewriting these books that are trying to put pornography into your children's library. Depictions and descriptions of oral and anal sex, that's not something an 11-year-old needs to be reading about. Certainly, it's not something that they need to see depicted in a pictorial fashion. I also wanted to make sure that you guys saw this video that Doug Mastriano put out back on February 18th. This is a creek in Pennsylvania. These are the chemicals that were spilled into the waterways that have deposited themselves on the bedrock of this stream. Uh, these are chemicals that are dangerous, that are killing animals, and that are going to give the people of this area, Ohio and Pennsylvania, and anybody who has access to this watershed, this is the same stuff that's going to kill and maim these people in the future, that is going to give cancer. And to anybody out there who is claiming that these chemicals are benign and that these people are not in danger is a flipping moron. And they are an intentional disinformation artist. I am disgusted by the things that I have heard recently, okay? This is real. People are going to die. Make no mistake about it. I know people who live in this area. I know people who have been directly affected by it. Tell those people who have to move out of their homes because they're coughing up blood, on a daily basis, tell the people who had to breathe in the toxic clouds and plumes of smoke, tell them that this is totally benign and that nothing's happening. Because they'll tell you otherwise, because they lived it. They were actually in this area. They were affected by it directly. Now, this is something that I think has to be talked about. Of course, because Tucker Carlson is releasing this information, he's going to be getting attacks from the left, from the mainstream media, from the people who have been lying to us this entire time. Did Tucker Carlson say that he hated President Trump in the wake of the 2020 election and and the original uh, uh, situation of January 6th? Yes, he did. All right. But people say stupid things. Uh, and I'm not making my decisions about who I vote for based upon Tucker Carlson. I can accept Tucker Carlson's faults at the same time that I am lauding him for putting this information out. So whether or not Tucker Carlson has always loved President Trump or appreciated the sacrifice that he made, it has no bearing on the impact of the information he's putting out today. But the left wing parasites in the fake news media will try to take the information that Tucker Carlson is putting out and cover it up and obfuscate it by publishing these personal texts, which came out in the Dominion Fox lawsuit. They're not putting out the information from Eric Coomer's personal text where Eric Coomer discusses the inherent vulnerabilities and issues in Dominion software. No, no, no. They're not going to tell you about that. Instead, they want you to pay attention to Tucker Carlson badmouthing President Trump to some anonymous person. And that tells you everything you need to know right there. Tucker Carlson, he can do and say whatever he wants in private. What's important is what he's doing and saying on the air right now. And they desperately want you to ignore what Tucker Carlson is putting out right now. Does that mean that Tucker Carlson is a bad guy or that Tucker Carlson, we should be paying all of the attention in the world to him? No, everything in balance, guys, everything in balance. All right, appreciate the victories that we are getting as a result of this information. Don't allow it to completely control your mind. Now, uh, there is going to be new hearings about January 6th and, more importantly, the January 6th committee. That's where we are headed. Those people who lied to us must be exposed. They have to be put on blast for the crimes that they've committed against the American people. They have turned brother against brother. They have turned family against family. They have turned neighbor against neighbor. All because they don't want Trump to back in D.C. So I know the one thing that I'm going to be focusing on, and that is getting President Trump back into power, back into office, and at the same time exposing every single one of these lying uniparty scum in Washington, D.C., putting every single one of them on blast and continuing to speak the truth, continuing to spread the information that we've known for quite some time because there is always new ears. There are always new eyes. There are always new people who are just waking up for the very first time. We are almost done here, but uh, let me see. if I I had a whole bunch more stories, but I have to be honest, guys. I have to get ready for Altered State tonight at 9 p.m., and I have about an hour and a half to do that. So I think I'm going to hold off on all these other stories that I had, and we'll talk about them tomorrow. Let me actually show you this one more story. Apparently, there was a data breach in Washington, D.C., and the personal information of hundreds of lawmakers and staffers has been stolen. Now, I don't know who. Stole this information, but apparently D.C. HealthLink had a major security breach which allowed for the information of the United States Capitol Police and others, including members and staff in Washington, D.C., people who are enrolled in this system uh, to have been leaked out. Now, the size and scope of this data leak is not known. Apparently, the FBI is investigating. They said, while we do not yet know whether other enrollees have been compromised, out of an abundance of caution, you may wish to freeze your family's credit at the three major credit bureaus. So Speaker McCarthy and Democratic Leader Jeffries have formally requested additional information from the D.C. HealthLink system on exactly what data was taken, who has been impacted and what steps they are taking to protect House victims of this breach. This is a developing story. This could have a profound effect on the people in Washington, D.C. It remains to be seen who is the actual perpetrator of this data breach. Is this going to be something that they use to cover up what we've been talking about? Maybe it is. Maybe this is just a diversion. But it's a diversion that I think we at least need to be aware of Uh, before we move on and continue to put them all on blast because these people are the enemy. They're the ones who have turned America inward against itself when the entire time we should have been fighting them. This is not left against right. I'm going to say it again. This is about the elites versus the peasants. And we are the peasants. But the peasants are the ones who rise up. So don't forget that. All right, <clears throat> taking a look at the gold pills over here. Uh, thank you to G Morty. Thank you to Khaleesi2020 for that canned pudding hollow for the cookie. G. Morty with another 1,310 gold pills. Pauly, 9363 9, 3 for the ship. G. Morty for another 1,200 gold pills. Boise Blanc, 89 with the cookie. Who cares, uh, says, uh, high five RP and RP78 fiancé. Bro Dude says, I appreciate you, Zach. Now get those videotapes from Tucker. Hey, help me out, guys. Tag Tucker on Twitter. Send him an email. Send him a DM and say, hey, get Zach those tapes. Bro, dude. Thank you again. Porpoiseful. Thank you for the cookie. Sean Joe says Lester Holt on NBC News just said the government expects an alien mothership to come close to Earth. Are you kidding me? Uh, of course. All right. Now they have to do whatever they can to turn people's attention away from the lies that they've been telling us. And an alien invasion is the, the most likely scenario. You know that when the aliens show up, things are really bad for the deep state uniparty apparatus. Hey, Ronnie, thank you for the cookie. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Rise the Tire says, preach, preach. You guys, riseattireusa.com. That I, I am. I, I have had a shop on Teespring since I started doing this, but I have done nothing with it for years because I don't have time. Rise the Tire is seriously the best quality purveyors of merchandise that are affiliated with this program. Go to riseattireusa.com. Support me by supporting them. D-Patriot1776, I love me a red pill rant. Vector says, thank you for all you do, Zach. Thank you, Vector, for being a beacon in the world of Oz. Thank you for that. Tracy S. says, Schumer violated his oath of office. Yeah, he did. He doesn't deserve to hold that office. Schumer needs to retire. Thank you, Tracy. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. Tracy also says, I got one Pfizer jab due to coercion from my son and immediately felt I betrayed God. Tracy, God forgives you, okay? The only thing that's important is that you're healthy and that you're alive and you can use your experience to help guide other people. I will never turn you away. For feeling that you were forced to take that jab, and God will not turn you away either. Tracy says, I have had a chronic cough ever since the jab. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Seventeen is coming for you. Dropped a cookie, and another cookie. Asty Ball says, thank you for all you do. C. Blanche says, furiously pissed. Ray too close. Prayers for all. Way too close. Prayers for all. Bruce Banner, good to see you, Bruce. I haven't seen you out there for so long. Everything has value if you look deep enough. Even enemies, losses, Tucker, etc. You are correct. I have said this on so many occasions. I always look at what the mainstream media is putting out there because I think that it gives us an important clue. It can teach us so many different things. We have to know what the enemy is saying. And just because it's coming from CNN doesn't mean it doesn't have some level of value. FilterDog1, thank you for the can. Jennifer, thank you for the can. I appreciate every single one of you. If you are watching on Rumble, please hit that like button. 868 likes and only 2,361 people watching... You guys, uh, Penny Whitrod says chronic cough may be vagus nerve issues. You guys, uh, and Tracy, if you're over there, I would highly suggest that you subscribe to Penny's channel and that you go to uh, Wit Health Coaching to uh, get help from her. She is an incredible resource for people who are still affected by not only the long-term symptoms of the bionic, not the bionic, (laughs) of the uh, bioweapon that is COVID-19, but also for people who have been coerced into taking the jab um Okay, and uh, thank you very, very much. Uh, Tucker Carlson, please give Zach Payne on this channel the video so we can show them to the real Americans who care. Thank you, Incognito Moon. Uh, Penny says we can work on the Vegas nerve issues. Uh, Thank you, Lost in Colorado. Please hit that like button on your way out. Help me get to at least 1,000 likes, 906 of you, 2,300 of you still there. Thank you to everybody over there on Foxhole. Thank you to everybody over here on Odyssey and on Getter. I appreciate every single one of you. Be there with me tonight at 9 p.m. on Badlands Media with Brad Getz for tonight's episode of Altered State. It's our 17th episode. If that tells you anything about what we're going to talk about, I'll see you guys tonight. Good luck. God bless. I'm going to pass out those gold pills right now. We'll be there tonight. See ya. I forgot to tell you guys if you're on twitter i'm doing my first twitter spaces on saturday night with mike lindell and dr doug frank and my friend Lori g from gtmo colloquially known as gitmo make sure that if you're on twitter you guys show up on saturday from six to nine and then of course we can just transition right over to saturday night live stream here live on the channel we'll see you guys soon